When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. Download Dash Radio for free. Search for Nothing But Net, and you'll find us there every day at 7 p.m. Also, my new show on OnSideRadio.com. We have all Five Reasons guests, and that's from 10 a.m. I keep forgetting when it is. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern. Check that out on OnSideRadio.com Monday through Friday. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. Our no paywall site, Brady Hawk put three new articles up there today. I'm losing count, but make sure that you check that out for sure. Also, the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. I want a little here last night as well. I'm on a run. I'm not going to say what I'm doing on prize picks because I'm not doing quite as well there right now, but I am doing well on mybookie.ag. I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? No, but seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boost, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. With the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are, we know what they're capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines, whether you're a first-time customer or you've been playing my bookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. And I really would recommend the live betting. Like, if you're watching a game that's not going anywhere, I did this last night. They have the lines up there the entire game, so you can bet it even after the game has started. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot in the doors never close make the right play and sign up today and my bookie and when you do use the promo code five on the floor that's five on the floor to get your deposit matched half halfway all the way up to a thousand bucks the terms are simple you put in 200 bucks they'll match you with another hundred in your account if you're already planning to bet this season this is free betting money again it's mybookie.ag code five on the floor and now today's episode Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Here is today's floor plan. Again, check out mybookie.ag, but you can check us out today for the next 20 minutes or so. we got Greg Sylvander. We've got Alex Salito. we got myself, Ethan Skolnick. Now, ESPN put out this list. We know it's bait. We know it's bait. Uh, they're trying to get you to sign up for Insider. Um, how many of us actually signed up for Insider, Greg, Alex? I almost signed up in the process of trying to get this list for you guys for the show. But you did not. Good. Greg, did you sign up for Insider? I was signed up in like the Chad Ford days of ESPN Insider, which I dates me considerably. Right. Okay. So look, it's going to be on Twitter. You wait for somebody to post it. 
I know, look, there's good people at ESPN, but since they're putting everything behind the paywall now, I don't feel badly about it. But basically, ESPN has ranked it down from 100 down to 51. They haven't done the top 50 yet. They've gone from 100 to 51. The one reason I noticed this today is that DeMar DeRozan was not happy, and his ranking is ridiculous. Um, But there were three Heat players from 51 to 100. From 51 to 100. Of course, there's probably... I would guess two guys that have not been named yet. Uh, we're going to go through this a little bit um, before we get to the heat players. First, we'll say there's nobody between 91 and hundred Seth Curry, Mitchell Robinson. I feel like Knicks fans have him second. He's 92nd. Ricky Rubio, Jared Allen, LaMarcus Aldridge feels low. Marcus Saul. Wow. Maybe feels high. Uh, Derek, Derek white uh, down there with San Antonio. I feel like not enough people know enough about him. Otto Porter jr. Marcus Morris, I mean, certainly the Clippers, uh, the Clippers believed he was better than 99th in the league. And Joe Harris, who also just got a big contract. Then 81 through 90, John Wall, who we haven't seen play in two years, but he's now in Houston, ahead of DeMar DeRozan. Wow. Um, DeJounte Murray, right behind his teammate DeRozan. John Collins, Danilo Gallinari. Way ahead of Aldridge. Ahead of Aldridge, right. Two Spurs ahead of Aldridge. Danilo Gallinari, who, of course, you know, took the most money with Atlanta, which we should have figured. Brooke Lopez, Buddy Heald, who may be on the block. Jeremy Grant, uh, no longer with Denver. Joe Ina with Detroit. Joe Inglis of Utah. Patrick Beverly at 90. I think that's high. I don't think he should be on this list. And then before we get to a Heat player, Montres Harrell at 76, which teams to the Lakers. KCP, Contavious, uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, still a Laker. Aaron Gordon, with the Magic, Dennis Schroeder, also now a Laker, Josh Richardson at 80, now a Maverick. And then at 75, a guy who we didn't even know if he was going to be in the rotation last year, Duncan Robinson. Looking over this list, Greg, high or low? I mean, I this is so weird. First off, let's just say that this ESPN list um, we need to take it with a grain of salt. I feel like Nikias Duncan should do his top 100 and then the whole league should essentially just work off of that list. That would be yeah. my recommendation, but the, it's just interesting to see Duncan Robinson at 75 when Joe Harris just got a huge contract and does very similar things, maybe not as great uh, of a shooter and he's at a hundred. So there's just some inconsistencies that way. What I, what I like about it is that, it appears as if the national media and hopefully the rest of the league, and I think probably more the inside the league portion of this is more relevant, uh, values Duncan Robinson for what he brings to the table. Uh, to see him uh, in the neighborhood of guys like Aaron Gordon and Miles Turner, who are you know who were picks that that were obviously huge. Uh, uh, lottery selections to him, to him be sandwiched in between those guys is pretty interesting to see. And it just speaks to that. What he brings to the table at an elite level is something that the league values at an unprecedented rate. Yeah, Alex, let's, I mean, let's go to you on this. I just want to ask you one thing in context. So let's look at the four, the four guys picked ahead of him, right? Just to give an idea of the, the space he's in Mike Conley at 71, who has an enormous contract, although he didn't live up to it the past couple of years. P.J. Tucker, who wants an enormous contract. Bojan Bogdanovic. Which Bogdanovic is this? That's um, the one on the I Jazz. Forget. This is the one. That's the one on the Jazz who had a great season and got hurt. And Miles Turner at 74. Do you have a problem with Duncan being behind any of those I mean, those guys? guys have been in the league longer and I think have more of a reputation, so maybe that's why they're ahead of him. But 
I mean, if we're if we're nitpicking, yeah, like I definitely would put Mike Conley behind him after the season he just had. I, I, Miles Turner, I would probably put behind him because of just his general, you know, inconsistency. Where I think with Duncan Robinson, it's a it's a sure thing now. Like you know what you're getting with him. You know, whatever he develops from now and you know, going forward, that that's fine. But you know what you're getting with him, and it's what Leif was talking about that elite elite shooting. Like where you just have that human torch. I think it's good to see ESPN, uh, you know, giving him some love there. Like, I don't necessarily – I've never really loved these lists either, but I'm, it's good to see him kind of getting the recognition that he, he's a really high-level player. And you can nitpick and put him a bunch uh, above a bunch of these guys, to be honest. Like, they put him behind Steven Adams, for example, and Ibaka, and I'm like, yep. those guys are good players. But, like, if, if you're telling a team, pick Duncan Robinson or them, even taking away the age thing, I think you're still taking the, the guy who just turns your office into, into an elite one if you know what you're doing with him. Man, he – yeah, Alex, that, that's what I want to get to here. Because if you let's look at the guys in the 60s, okay? Because you mentioned Steven Adams, right? And you mentioned Ibaka. Blake Griffin. This is a really eclectic list. Blake Griffin. Well, because yeah, let, let's go through it. Because I, I, when you look at the 10 players between 61 and 70, again, Duncan is 75, it tells you that this thing is all over the place. I don't know exactly what it is they're valuing, right? Because let's, and again, players are different, they bring different skill sets. That's part of this. 61 is Davis Bertans. I mean, he's a Duncan Robinson style player. Is he better right now than Duncan Robinson? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't really know what separates them. Like they play almost the exact same role, take a similar amount of high volume threes and are both human flamethrowers. Like, I guess if you could take, if you want to say you like Bertans more than Robinson, I guess it'll be because of his size. But other than that, like, I don't really know what else differentiates them. I would have to really look at the numbers, but I, like, I don't think Bertans brings anything on the defensive end either. And I think also I would probably rather have Duncan as a defender going forward just because just because of uh, the right. way, you know, he's kind of has like a wing body. So maybe in theory he's switchable. Or I just think Bertans is never going to really be switchable. Regardless, I, I don't think this should be a part by like 15 spots or whatever it is. Well, so let's look at some of the other guys. OK, so 62 Bogdanovich is a more well-rounded player than Duncan Robinson. Would we agree with that? This is the other Bogdanovich. This is the one that didn't sign with Milwaukee ultimately and ended up in Atlanta. He's more well-rounded than Duncan Absolutely. at this stage, right? Okay, fair. 63, TJ Warren, who probably wouldn't be in the top 80, right, before yeah, the bubble, is, right? This, this is, is bubble well, hero. Right. Well, well, we're not at Tyler yet. You always give away the ghost. We're getting to Tyler in a second. He, okay, not, not yet. Uh, TJ Warren at 63, uh, you could argue the way he played in the bubble, he should be higher. Um, but I do think that the casual NBA fan who looks at this 63, TJ Warren, 64, Kevin Love, 65, Blake Griffin, just based on pedigree. I mean, it's, it's purely injury related, right? Like, I mean, Blake Griffin, if healthy is a top 30, 35 players still, yeah. right? No, for sure. And I mean, even if you creep down the list even further, D'Angelo Russell at 69, like he he, he just got yeah. a max contract. So it's like TJ Warren, the Phoenix Suns had to pay Indiana to take TJ Warren with draft picks. So to, to see, to right, see him right. at 63, I mean, there's definitely some bubble bias going on there, but I think this also, it has to be that the injuries and kind of maybe the age and wear and tear is what they're factoring in here a bit. Okay. All right. So let's get to the next part. You gave it away a little bit, but at 60 is Robert Covington. Who's a very good player. He's not a lead player, but he's a very, he's one of the better three and D players in the league, but then 58 and 59 Goran Dragic and Tyler hero. And I find this fascinating because there's no case in my mind that could be made against Goran Dragic being in the top 60. 
no, no case. He, he was, he was an elite scorer in the postseason on a team that made the finals, right? He's a top 60 player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You can make a case about Tyler hero though. This is why I, I'm a little confused. I mean, just purely on pedigree in the league, having Tyler hero at 59 and D'Angelo Russell, who as, as Leif mentioned, has made an all-star has, has a max contract and made an all-star team. 10 spots below Tyler hero. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's a little bit of high. As much as we all love Tyler, I feel like that's hype. And Ethan, this goes back to something that you've been saying literally for now more than a year. And that is that players around the heat specifically, like remember when we talked about how the rookie hazing didn't necessarily happen to Tyler in the same way, because it almost felt like all the vets immediately could identify that he belonged. And he was like a guy who was going to be a stud. Um, it, it almost feels like there's some of that that's going on here that ultimately like everybody just knows that the trajectory of Tyler hero is one that is going to be, you know, a, a big time Ascension, but also like we have to, we, have to acknowledge that there's bubble bias going on and the the snarl and the finals and just the 37 point eastern conference finals game like some of that stuff is in play here honestly like there's <laughs> these rankings are all over the place man like the more i look at it the more i feel <laughs> ridiculous talking about it just like <laughs> but how do you even do it that, alex that's my question though i mean i, I know it's hard wanna, it's hard I that's that's a i want to cut them a little slack like when when we we did this for the nat for the all-time mm-hmm. players and it was hard I don't know why this well, feels harder because you're comparing in the same era, but it does because the players are also different. The thing from that each I other. think it seems like they're projecting. So I don't have the article in front of me, so it would be nice, you know, to actually confirm this. But what it seems like is, is they're projecting for this season because that's the only way to explain these rankings. I think I've been trying to look at it, like trying to find the pattern, and that's the only thing that makes sense because, like, there's a lot of young guys who are ahead of people with higher pedigree, like you're mentioning, including Hero. Like, just for example, right, Lonzo Ball, Christian Wood, 54 and 55. And they're ahead of a lot of guys who people would consider better than them. Like, I could name, you know, Mo- Michael Porter Jr. at 51. Yeah. I mean, I, would, would I doubt that Michael Porter Jr. becomes a top 51 player? He's not ahead of Aiden, of and years. they have him ahead of Aiden right there, too. Right, he's ahead, right. ahead so, of Nurkic? He, he should, no yeah. way. Right. But I mean, Michael Porter Jr. could get there, but he's nowhere. Near, he was unplayable at the that's end the of games. This has Denver. to be a projection like, for how their impact yeah. in this upcoming season. I think I think that's that may be how we have to look at it, because I, I, it has to be just about that, I think. Agreed. I think there's some potential involved, but the the overarching thing that jumps off the page for me is that when when you see Michael Porter Jr. at 51 and you see Tyler Hero at 59, when you're talking about kind of the blue chip young prospects around the league that people are looking at and saying like, wow, those are the next wave of guys. The heat have a guy that's included in that list. And that's, you know, never mind Duncan Robinson at 75. Uh, So, I mean, it's encouraging from that standpoint, even if we're not going to validate this list too strongly to see that, you know, you got a guy in the conversation there. Well, and you don't have a lot of guys picked where hero was the young guys, right? I mean, Aiton was, picked first right so i mean you're talking about guys that were picked higher than them i mean uh, look it's hard for me to even make a case to put hero ahead of ananobi at this point i mean maybe on potential but from mm-hmm. what we saw last year and and he's he's nine spots ahead of ananobi and, and again the, the big one that gets me is the tyler hero d'angelo russell one i mean we may hate d'angelo russell's defense but if Tyler Hero gave you the kind of season that d'angelo russell had two years ago this year oh my god you would 
absolute right. You would Ethan, absolutely. You would be take on here that. talking about that hero. Of my is is on a is on a better path than than Wade and <laughs> right. So would I. Right. Um, <laughs> right. No, but you right. know what? Like th- this is a situation where I think that they have to just be projecting out that hero is going to take a leap. I mean, you, you guys yeah. know that I'm, I, I joke around about the Steph leap that I think Tyler hero can take, but that was a joke. Yeah, well, maybe, you know, <laughs> you know, with me, I, I'm hope trafficking it at every chance, but so there's a, there has to be just a little bit of that being factored in here. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Wait, so, one more thing. One more thing. Wait, yeah, you didn't mention that the heat traded essentially according to this list, the 80th best player in the world for wherever they have Jimmy Butler, which I assume is going to be in the top 15. I, I would guess he'd be in the top 15. They also traded though, uh, Bogdanovich, right. Uh, who's the 73rd best player in the world. Remember uh, way back when, so they had him on the roster too. I mean, there is no other heat connection that I could find. Um, you know, it's just, but I think when we see the top 50, we'll think maybe Goron should have been higher. I think that's the only one. Cause here's some names I haven't seen yet. Lou Williams. Um, oh my God. and I think, Gor- I think Goron is better than Lou Williams at this stage. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, I, I, Malcolm Brogdon will better not seen. be in the top 50. He's going to be, you think so? I think so. I think he's I worse than he's Joe like, Harris. I bet you he's, he's like number 100 to 50. I would rather have Joe Harris right now than Lou will. And he's one number one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I may, look, I would be surprised. I think we should come back and, and when we do one through 50, we'll take a look at it. Cause obviously there's going to be two heat players on there. All right. Before we get to the next part, I want to touch on something Udonis said today here uh, after a word from safe cubbies. Before we do that though, prediction, not projection prediction. Where do you think Jimmy will be each of you? Where do you think bam will be? Because they're the two left. I've got Jimmy at 11 and bam at 14. If I had to guess, I'm going to put Jimmy at nine and bam, I'm going to say 17. If you're projecting, if this is a projection list that they're doing, bam might be higher than 17, but I, I think I'm going to guess 10 and 15. I'm going to guess I'm kind of splitting the difference between the two of you guys. Uh, So if that's the case, then he'd have two would have two top 15 players and five top 75 players. There are only 30 teams in the NBA, right? So of the top 75, every team should have two and a half players. The Heat are going to have five. It it tells you kind of that for all the talk of disrespect for this Heat team, five players in the top 75, and then you're not even getting into some of the role guys that are there and obviously some of the projection guys that the Heat have. It's pretty good. Um, I'd be curious to see. There's a lot of Lakers on this list, including some new ones like Harrell and Schroeder. Um, but I will be curious to see. I bet you the Lakers probably have what six, maybe. But uh, the Heat having five players is is significant in the top seventy-five. All right, a word from Safe Cubbies, and we're gonna get into something that Udonis Haslam said today. We'll get back to our episode here in a second. But first, I want to tell you about one of our most important sponsors. We've talked about them a lot, but now they've got new offerings. And as you know, COVID-19 is not gone, so you've got to make your environment, whether it's your school, you want to tell your administrator whether it might be your business, maybe you are the boss, maybe you want to tell the boss, or whether it's a residence, you want to make the place safe. So you got to check out safecubbies.com. They've got custom sneeze guards and shields, and also they stock sneeze guards and shields. They do office partitions. Again, they work with restaurants, businesses, schools, and more. They do floor decals for the social distancing. They do the PPE and COVID signage. They also can put in the touch-free sanitizer stands with or without the branding, and they do branded face masks as well. And Safe Cubbies will come out and perform a safe sur- a site survey to provide a free estimate for you. 
And of course, they will do the installation. So reach out to them, mention five reasons. We've had many, many people who followed us. They've gone to them. They've been very, very satisfied. So check out safecubbies.com for all of your safety needs during the pandemic. All right, even Skolnick back on five on the floor. I got Greg Sylvander and I have Alex Toledo. Again, check out safecubbies.com. Also check out mybookie.ag. Use the code five on the floor. Also, if you go to Manscaped, make sure you use the code five RSN more about them in the next episode. All right. Um, Udonis Haslam said something today. Well, he said a lot of things. He talked about the whole disrespect stuff. I love when UD speaks, um, you know, obviously we want to get him back on the podcast. He's been on with us three times. I want to get him back on again, but he also said, and this has been coming from a lot of people, including Bam Adebayo, that precious Atchawa is more developed at this stage, more skilled at this stage than Bam was. No ceiling, Bam. John Calipari, Kentucky, Bam. Um, how should we feel about this, Craig? I don't really know how to process that other than, I mean, if you thought that I hope trafficked previously, just wait until <laughs> the season starts. If he, if he flashes anything like Bam did, because even Bam early on, there were little moments. Um, I think I remember... I'll probably get called out for this, but back in summer league, I think I saw Bam go coast to coast a couple times, like literally uh, grab it off the board and, and just go with it. And it's like, you saw these little flashes where you were like, whoa, okay, I see what the vision is here. And there were other moments, obviously, as the season progressed and he didn't have a lot of opportunities. If we see those same flashes out of him and when you when you see Udonis saying like he's a little bit further along than Bam was, it, it's just, you know, the Heat are targeting guys that are mature, that are are as close to as ready as you can be for a rookie. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a situation where I think Heat Nation would be over the moon if he is anywhere near what Bam Adebayo obviously has become. But on, on a smaller scale, just more recently speaking, if he can do what Bam Adebayo did as a rookie, if you just replicate mm -hmm. that, that is a huge, huge contribution to this rotation for the next season. I'll ask you this, Alex, is there any concern because Udonis is one of the three, you know, heat, you know, all time bigs along with uh, Chris Bosch and Alonzo morning that anointed bam the next one. Right. And they were right. Okay. When we had all the idiots screaming about Whiteside and supposed to be playing Whiteside, playing him down the stretch, pump ball down into the post. Okay. And let, let you know, Hassan dribble it off his, his knee. Uh, those three guys were pushing bam unapologetically with, with Hassan on the roster. Is there any concern that if this continues, okay, where Bam's pushing Precious, where Udonis is pushing Precious, where Jimmy at some point starts to do it, where Tyler's done it, I don't. I think Spo will hold the expectations back. But if that starts to happen, is there any concern about Heat fans who may have to wait to see him getting frustrated? They're already frustrated they don't see KZ, and we don't hear quite the same things about KZ. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of what was going through my head as you guys were talking about it, and I'm like, wow, I mean, we've – we've heard multiple guys, like you just said, kind of hype up Precious already. And we obviously know that the fans want to see KZ. There's been plenty of hype behind him. Maybe not to the same degree from the organization. I don't, I don't recall them being as high on KZ, at least publicly as, as, as they, I think, have shown so far with Precious. But you're right. Like, I think there is going to be a set of expectations there. Like, and, and I'm kind of going to have some too. But like, like I've mentioned in other pods, I think it's going to be a weird season. You know, there's going to be, probably guys that don't play some games. And I think those, you know, those, uh, the time that they do get to play, 
there's going to be pressure on them, man. There's going to be pressure on them to perform. And then Heat Twitter is going to overreact if they don't do well. And I'm not looking forward to that part, but there should be expectations for them because at this point, if you know, you got multiple people inside the organization saying it, I think it's for a reason. I think they're putting pressure on the player because they believe in the player. Yeah. And now there's two, right. And I, and I wonder, you know, again, if KZ and Precious are both not playing, this is why on the Harkless pod, I brought up, you know, is Harkless going to be a guy who kind of becomes, you know, the Trojan horse for other guys, whether it's Precious or KZ, and he's getting that playing time, even if he's a different style player and Heat fans start to get frustrated because as Nikias talked about on the pod, you know, Mo goes through one of those stretches where he's not shooting the three particularly well. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, they, I feel like they've been unleashed to praise young players because Tyler and Bam rewarded their confidence, right? So now, now it's like there's an expectation for with with young Heat players that a they're going to play, and b they're going to play well. And for about 20 years with the Heat, that was not the expectation. Yeah, okay? they, I mean, the the Khalid Reeves era is no more. Right. Right. No, exactly. Right. The Khalid Reeves era. God, I'll, let's go to the Charles Smith era, the Tim James era, the Wayne <laughs> Simeon era. What are you There's guys talking about? Yeah, exactly. We don't even <laughs> want to talk about that. All right. Check out our two sponsors, mybookie.ag. Again, use the code five on the floor. Make sure you take advantage of all of those specials and also safecubbies.com. Make sure that you check that out. We're still living in the COVID age. I know people have forgotten, but I know our guy Alex is driving a lift. Uh, he sees it. So, so uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better for sure, especially as we head into New Year's Eve. So tell your school about it if the kids are back in school. And obviously, if you have a business or you've, you're close with a business owner, make sure that that business owner knows about safecubbies.com because everybody should be safe at work and at school. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.